Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. I don't know about you, but I married young, and I had my kids right away, and I needed so much help. I listened to Focus on the Family, and it helped me in my marriage. It helped me in my parenting. It helped me in just in my community and with my church family in so many ways. And I can't believe it, but I have a special guest for you, and that is John Fuller from Focus on the Family. He's the co-host to that very special show, and you probably are familiar with his voice. My husband, Pastor Doyle, and I interviewed him at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, and I hope you will go back and listen to the previous episode episode as well. But today, he's got a very, very special story about his wonderful son. Listen in. But the culture certainly isn't, the government's not supporting families anymore. No, no. The culture isn't supporting families anymore. The entertainment industry is, I mean, it's bad to be in a traditional nuclear family. I mean, you wouldn't want people not lying and, you know, being honorable and being kind. What we try to teach in our families, usually families try to teach that stuff. They don't teach bad behaviors. Most of us want our kids to learn good. So it's a spiritual issue at the heart, and then it's the whole of of the culture. And I, I don't want to point all externally. It's a lot of apathy, you know? I, I, I got married and had kids. I didn't know what I was doing. There, I mean, there, I listened to Focus on the Family, and I read books, but it's yes. hard to implement yeah. good, authentic Christian living in the family because there's just something about the dynamics there. You know, my my spouse brings out things in me. My kids bring things out and and I can lean in and learn or I can just say whatever and walk away. Yep. So those are some quick answers to a huge problem we could spend all day talking about. That's this. right. That's right. Well, and I think the local church, um, I think we've I'll speak for the church's side of it. I think the local church at times has failed to show up the way we needed to mm-hmm. over the past years. We've we keep trying to be liked by our culture. And because of that, we've given families signals that our culture is healthy. And um you know, we come into this world as sinners and the society at large is into sinning and we're a we're a countercultural movement. The church is, if that's if that's what culture is about. And yeah. So that's why we've needed focus on the family. I want you to know it's been a huge help to us and so many families around the country over the years. And I, I so appreciate just you guys standing there in the gap and helping. But now I've been in the church for thirty years, and I've been trying to stand in the gap on the local level. You know encouraging people to follow the biblical way. Mm-hmm. And um, when I look around the country, I um, I don't, I have to be honest, I know I probably haven't done the best job in the local church, but uh, I've certainly laid down my life hmm. for the kingdom and the sheep, you know, and, yeah. and that's, 
That's what people don't understand about the local church and the need for the families. It, the church is important to that. Can I share a quick sure. story? Sure. I, I'm going to brag in our little church. We've been part of a church community for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. It's had ups and downs. It's grown. It's shrunk. Uh, we've been plugged into a small group for 20 years, yeah. 20 plus years. In the early days, after we adopted our son, we had this routine. My wife would take the kids to church. Uh, for Sunday school, and then she would come home between Sunday school and the service, and I'd hand her our son, and I'd go to church, and then bring the kids home. So we tag-teamed it, because he couldn't, he just couldn't go into the nursery. And then he reached an age where it's like, okay, he's he's two-something, so let's take him to church. And uh, he screamed, bloody murder. Uh, uh, we've we've heard that. Yeah. We we heard it all the way in Ohio. No, <laughs> kidding. We yeah, heard we, that with kids. Awful. Well, he had attachment issues. Yeah. Traumatized. That's right. And this is another traumatic situation, and the only person I sort of know is leaving. So, I mean, I I understand it. It's logical. I wept because it's like, I guess I can't be part of church anymore. And this church surrounded us, and they welcomed us. Um, I mean, we'd been there, so it wasn't welcoming us, but they... Uh, Jennifer was the name of the gal who ran the nursery. She was young and sharp, and she was not going to say no. She said, let me try something. So we got to church the next week, and she said, here, I'll take him. And she just held our son the whole time. And he screamed a lot, but he eventually learned to calm down. He integrated. But it wasn't without challenges. So fast forward now, he's fourth grade, and I'm in the service, and they they get my attention from the aisle and they call me back and it's like um he ran off (laughs) okay so what happened well substitute teacher he was acting out put your kid in this in the corner kid didn't like it called him some really bad names and ran out Uh, wow so i went outside where is he i finally found him kind of calmed him down walked hand in hand for about 20 minutes and just as church is getting out, something tripped, and he went all nuts on me. He just went crazy, raging at me. And he started hitting me and yelling at me and screaming, and I I kind of just sat down. I crumpled and held him, and he was whispering just the most awful things in my ear. Meanwhile, the church is out, and people are walking by. There's not one gawker. There's not one person looking at me saying, what's up with you? They just accepted. And That's right. And, and the next week, I'm talking to the pastor's wife, and I said, what happened last week? And she said, oh, that substitute teacher, he shouldn't have been doing that. You're fine. That was grace mm-hmm. to a family with a challenge. That's yes. right. That's the power of a strong local church that says, That's right. we aren't perfect. We aren't perfect families here. We don't expect your family to be perfect. We know you. We love you. We're sorry for what happened. Now, I'm not saying this because nobody came up and said, how can I help? They, they didn't need to do that. I had it. I just had a boy that was raging. That's right. He had a, that was such a beautiful demonstration to me of God's grace. That's right. At the local church level. So look around. Take the hard kids. That's right. We actually have somebody at the church that has brought children, unchurched kids from single or, or no adult homes. And he brings them to the church, and it's messy, and it, it kind of messes up with your your vibe, but it's really good. It's yeah. holy. Those holy moments are the messiest. That's right. So We've done that for your commitment. We've done that for 
30 years of our life. And it's, it's, it's an important part of the kingdom. Yeah. And the world needs that right now. They need the gospel of Jesus Christ in a real group of people and in a real place. Lived out in a safe, inviting, authentic right. way because I am, you know, I mean, if Paul could say, I'm chiefest of sinners, mm-hmm. didn't Paul say that? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm right there close to him. Yeah. But let me let Jesus love through me. Yeah. Well, and as a family, you also chose, we're going to choose church. You had to make a decision to choose church as well in that process. And I think choosing the Bible, choosing church again and again is what we need in America. It will help us so much if we'll make that decision. We do have choices to lean into and to have our minds renewed by God's word and to to live in authentic community as they did in the book of Acts. We're going through the book of Acts in our Sunday school class. It's really challenging because it's like, wow, they really lived it, didn't they? Their lives were on the line every day. I think there are days coming for us to prove that, that actually this Jesus I talk about is more than hypothetical yeah i know him and i know he said you're going to suffer for me take heart i'm with you my spirit's with you and ultimately that's going to shine the light on god even in hard times or maybe especially in hard times that's right we were looking at acts recently and we were looking at how many times they were lied about by by the jews by the local authorities by the, by the politicians and it didn't the church didn't stop. They didn't stop sharing the gospel. They didn't get quiet. They said, no, this is our opportunity to shine. And, and that's what I see. We get, to, we get to be a real contrast in this season. We are excited about what God has opened the doors for. So, yeah, we are too at Focus on the Family. We're trying our best to equip people to live authentically for Christ, strong, confident, not confrontational, although there that's is right. room for that, that's biblically right. confrontational. But we want to love people well, right in our own neighborhoods, in our, starting in our own family, but then in our neighborhoods and in our communities. And if we do that, I think there's great hope for the coming days. That's right. What a great time we've had together. Thank you. Yeah. This has been a great time with John Fuller today. I want to ask you to do one more thing. Yeah. Would you pray for us today? Pray for families as we close today. Yeah. And just uh, go before the Lord on behalf of families. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we want to just uh, walk in, Doyle and Jennifer and me, uh, into your throne room and just thank you. You had a plan, and it is baffling how you take opposites and bring us together. And you say that's a sacred holy relationship in marriage and then you bring kids you bless through the world i I think of the abrahamic covenant that covenant where you said i want you to multiply and bless the world and so we thank you for the purpose of families we thank you that you're in the mess you're in the strife and conflict because your spirit can guide us to a better way and we can live out in healthy relationship and love the world more effectively. I, I pray for every family that's listening, every family member that's listening. Um, would you speak through your word in the coming days? And would you guide and direct and show us how we can improve in our own relationships with you and with our family members and then with our neighbors and friends? And uh, I thank you for Doyle. I thank you for Jennifer. I thank you for their commitment to you. Blessings on them, I pray as well. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh Amen. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. 
Amen. Wasn't that a treat? Absolutely. Go to jenniferjackson.com to hear part one of that episode. That was John Fuller from Focus on the Family with my husband, Pastor Doyle. We had a great time with John Fuller. Go to jenniferjackson.com. You've been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.